Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Back of the 135 podcast, brought to you by westwestnet.com, also brought to you by the West West Podcast Network. This is a very special episode. The West West Network were privileged to come on another talk show, Pacific Lockdown Support for Teens. It's a Facebook talk show hosted by Silmon Tuffa, Alex McCarthy, and myself and my co-host Eyes and a number of West West Network hosts to come on as well for a chat on the talk show. It was done earlier this week, and it was it was done live. Pretty uh, cool experience. It's funny, because it's a different sort of beast, you know, when you're, when you're on a talk show, when you're on a live talk show. It's different to a uh, you know, podcast. Have a listen, and you probably get to know more of our West West Network peeps. So, here we go. I'm Simon Tafa, Alex McCarthy, your host, and here we are, another week. It's October, a silly Christmas, but hey, man, more about that a little bit later, but I've got a fantastic program, show, interview, whatever you want to call it, on tonight. I've got the brothers from the West West Network, but first, no my haere mai, ma uru uru ki a Tau toko tēnei mahi o tēnei mai o te kaupapa o tēnei mai o te awhina o te tamariki, awhina o te rangatai, awhina o te whānau. So, awhio mai, su mai, tala mai a ao, pa ia mamalu o neo sila maa, pasifika, ia, su mai o tato awhiawhi, o te tatonu o te tato maua, se awhiawhi manuia, ili alofa malea angale lei ale atua. So, come on in, guys. Good to have you here, all my friends and family from around Aotearoa, and of course, in the regions, the beautiful islands where we sit here in the cold, trying to save water. There you are, <laughs> under the breadfruit trees, enjoying yourself, watching me from there in the warm, salty breeze as it blows past you. But we're not jealous at all because we've got people in colder places up in Europe and America watching as well. So what's up to all you guys? It's a good one. It's a good one to be watching. So make sure that you click a like and a share right now. Don't be haters like that. Just click the like and the share right now. Do that for us as we want so many people to meet this fantastic group of young men and women who are doing something really powerful, something really real, and something really important. And that is reaching our young people just like us here at Pacific Lockdown Support for Teens. So tonight I'm going to be talking to a whole group of them. It's going to be a busy, busy hour and a half here because they're going to come in one at a time. I won't waste my time trying to explain to you who the West West Network are when the people who actually started it are here to do that. So without further ado, come on guys, you have 30 more seconds. Send the link and the like to your friends on your page right now, and then we'll meet the crew. And they're going to be coming in in about 15, 10 minutes, another few, then another one, then another one. And they're going to tell you all about the fantastic programming that they've got over at the West West Network. All right, we're ready to go. So without further ado, let's meet these two good-looking, handsome fellas across the <laughs> way from me. That, this way, right? They're, they're, they're that way? Are they that way or that way? Okay, this way. All right, here they are. Let's talk to them. Hey, West West Network, how you doing? So, man. 
Hey, so man suffer. Good, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I don't know your villages. Tell us um, what was your favorite part of COVID and who was your favorite fatale in high school? <laughs> okay, uh, hi, hi everyone. My name is uh, Cameron Schuster. Um, I'm Samoan. Um, I was born here in New Zealand. My parents came from Samoa. My mum is from Tofiopa. My dad is from Malia. Uh, grew up out west, west Auckland. Went to school, Ranui Primary. Went to Henson Intermediate, then Waitakere College. At high school, uh, sorry man, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of one right now. It was a liar. Oh, what? What? Uh, I can't think of one right now. <laughs> Definitely. It was Jennifer Lopez. That's right. Nice to have you here, bro. What about you, Isaiah? Uh, yeah, so um, hello everyone, um, and thank you, Samuel uh, Tuffer, for the opportunity. Um, my name is Isaiah Kalava, born and bred Westie. Um, my uh, both my parents are from Samoa. My father is from Fungapua, Safukulafai, and my mother is from Sakoa. Um, they're both from Savai. Um, what else? I went to Liston College out west, number one school out west Auckland. Um, Fan Patel. Wow. Um, does this include people you'd write letters to, or is it like just a crush? <laughs> Do you mean like a someone? Obviously, you a... she's on your heart, bro. So you might want to say her name. <laughs> No, 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 no. Was Jayla around that time? I'm not. I'm not too sure. I think we were a bit. Um, she might have come after, but I'll, I'll, I'll say Jayla just for the sake of it. Um, favorite thing about COVID, I guess, um, during the four weeks, I'm very fortunate to still have my dad here. So I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I work full time, so this was a um, a chance for me to just um, just chill with my dad. Uh, make sure that he was all right, because I know that um, the elderly were the um, most, um, um, like, the um, COVID was pretty dangerous for them, so just making sure that my dad was all right, um, and yeah, just spending time with him and um, and the family, I guess, you know, that if there was an upside to, to the lockdown, I guess uh, that was it. Oh, I'm on the same boat. Yeah. I forgot about that, that last question, the, the COVID one. So yeah, it was, it was a good time to um, be at home, I guess, and spend time with the family and and work from home also. So oh, well, so sorry, just to carry on from that, um, we're gonna probably touch on it, but I think the one thing that did come out of COVID for me and Cam's is that's where the where we kind of where Cam's laid the foundation to to West West Network because we had so much time on our hands. This was um, it was us just talking and then this guy getting the um getting it moving so yeah that's probably the other upside for it as well oh okay sorry i thought that's when you're gonna say that that's when we cooked up and met and then we're gonna go on each other's podcast <laughs> anyway hey welcome everyone so good to have you here we're gonna bring come on membership no my heart in my i've got some exciting guests for you to meet tonight don't worry it's not only these two handsome guys i've got like about five, six other handsome guys and two beautiful wahine tours that will be joining us over the next hour and a half. So it's going to be a pretty busy page and a lot of windows turning up. So I've told these guys to check out the gifts and, of course, my uh, – here we go. Hold off that one. How's that? Is that no, any good? No, it wasn't even working. Oh, there we go. Yeah, wow. Okay, so that's working. Mine's working on my side. So just in case you get a little bit bored of the conversation there, boys, you know, we can just put in our little emojis and stay current with the young people. But guys, hey, 
I want to thank you first and foremost. If you've been on the platform, then you would have noticed that earlier today I posted up an interview that I had with these two lovely gentlemen. It was uh, about a fortnight ago where I joined them in their studio, their flash studio. They got the pool, the bar, the DJ oh. set, everything. They just had it all set up, the gym. I was like, what the heck? And then I was like, oh, they was come on, bro, come on, join us. And they were just like, Sitting with this, you know, nice shirt by the pool. We we're just chatting it up. I was like, so good to see you guys all like snubbed up and keeping it nice and low key tonight. Uh, but guys, it was an absolute pleasure for me to join you guys. And I had to listen to it today. I said to you offline that I kind of like stopped listening to it about I think halfway through or three quarters through because these guys, they're so good that they like actually made me relax. And I probably shared too much. I like shared too much of my deep, my deep personal. <laughs> Sorry that you know shouldn't have been released but nah it was so awesome and i was so grateful and i really believe in what these guys do so if you're tuning in then at least please loan us a few moments of your tuesday evening as you meet these guys and they tell you a little bit about the things that they're doing and what they what their heart is burning to do and what they're you know spending a lot of their time doing and trust me they're not getting paid um anything and huge amounts of money but they have a desire to do something um meaningful so let's start with there i came on a show called back of the 135 so i want to start with isaiah because i hear that he was a uh, the thought child he was mr visionary ideas guy and then that was it and then camps came into the action man but hey it's important to know where the vision was birthed from so why don't you take me back of the 135 the bus from downtown Auckland it takes you from the city and gets you safely home to the beautiful idyllic uh, scenery of Ra Nui so tell us a little bit about that and where the idea came from for you to begin to like I guess make the West West Network start with you Isaiah and then you can jump in camps Okay, oh, actually, before I join, I just want to say that you made our podcast sound like you were on the music video for Club Tropicana for, for Wham. Hey, was that, was that studio? Oh, I, I, did, I, did, I, did I say you had white speedos on? I didn't say you had white speedos on. <laughs> you know, that's Kansas that uh, I go to in, in the I, summer, I, um, November, December. Right. No, also, um, th this is all Cam's. Um, so early on, um, we um, I was introduced to podcasts from my older brother. So you know Steve, um, he was staying over in Melbourne, and he came over uh, to visit um, to visit mom and the family. And he he said to me, "Oh man, um, I've just been learning. There's this new thing on, on on that you can get on Apple on your Apple iPhone. I think it was iPhone two or iPhone three. And he said it's called podcasts. And it was just about just little, you know, because it's it's like on demand, like um like um information on demand. So we just started. I started listening to the um, the MMA ones, that the the early ones, and then I got a hold of the Joe Rogan experience, and that's where I really thought uh, there was a platform. There was something like there's something about podcasts where you can learn on your own time. You know, going for a walk or washing the dishes or um, hanging out with some mate. You know, while you're doing some exercise in that, and I and I thought that was the appeal of it. And I and I, and I thought there's like there were two people that that came to mind that I thought would really appreciate like um listening to this kind of platform, and it was um. Was also camps here and um, and Stacey, the people probably will, will meet later on. And I, and I keep going to this guy. You've got to listen to this because this is something. Because we see, you know, because we're like minded and we like learning and we're always curious about stuff. You know, pop culture, you know, things like that that we loved while we were growing up as teens. And then so once once he started listening, I think probably about a year later, um, he was hooked. No, I think it took a while for you to get me to listen to podcast. 
when you first try to introduce me to podcasts, you put the thing in my ear to have a listen. Have a, have a listen to this. His name is Joe Rogan. He's, very, he's talking about conspiracy. Yeah, and like, I, I didn't, I, at first, I did, I did not get it. Eh? I thought it was like a talk show, talk, talk back kind of thing. You know, I, you know, at that time, I was just listening to music hard out. But now, nah, um, I think Isaiah was just annoying, for the, <laughs> <laughs> annoying me about podcasts for a whole year, I think, before I finally got into it. But that was only because I noticed a lot of other people were listening to podcasts. And so I started to get into it. And, you know, and then ever since, I think that was like, what, five years ago, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been listening to podcasts ever since. So. But the thing is, like, so Kemal, I think we started reading, and then um, Kems was Kems was the one that started buying the 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 gear for it. So Kemal um, was testing all um, testing his mics, and he was the so Kemal was the one that really wanted to start doing the recording and that. Um, and I think he, him and um, um, I know you know him as well, Avi. I also Avi. Um, they were doing like little practice um, recordings uh, at Cameron's house. Uh, this was probably mid. To late 2018, um, beginning of 2019. Uh, beginning of 2019. Yeah. yeah. Beginning of last year. And then this guy came up with the name. Um, because he, he said to me, "Oh, you said um." No, I came up. The original name I came up with was on the one three five. So I think I think our very first episode was called on the one three five, but then oh yeah, but then you changed the name. Yeah, well, because I told him, like we never sit on the we we're always at the back of the bus. You know, all the islanders. You know, we congregate towards the back because we're either trying to get a free ride to town or we're not, we don't want to pay the full fare. So we're, and then that was us. You know, we weren't the guys that were sitting behind the bus driver. We we're the guys sitting at the back pretending to be tough when really anyone, anyone big that walks in and gives us eye contact, we're probably hiding behind the chairs. So that would have been us. Yeah. So, yeah. And we've just thought it was more relatable. Yeah. Uh. Completely. I, I to totally relate to that. When sitting at the back of the bus with your mates and you just like do the big download from your day, you know, even if you didn't see people, even right yeah. through the uni before I got my car, I still like bus it into town and bus it home. Every day. There's some long drives when you're coming from the city out to west where we live from. And I lived out further than you. So <laughs> I go further than Ranui, man. So um, I remember I remember that uh, that bus. So I think, uh, yeah, it, and it's long talks, but it's, it's interesting what you talk about because I, I actually still remember like a lot of conversations conversations that I had with people who um who um who were on the bus with me and I even like remembered I caught up with an old friend from uni and he was telling me how yeah I remember when we caught the bus from uni and we went out to your place to hang on like Friday to chill at your place and we caught the bus all the way out and he was from like Mangre and it was his first time out west but yeah and he he like he mentioned the night when we caught up at this um, event he mentioned like four things that we had chatted about at the back of the bus and that's that's like almost over 20 years ago and I, I really laughed. I thought of you guys thinking, yeah, man, for real. It's like, yeah, the bus is a, is a cool place. It's sort of like a neutral area. And, you know, you're just all trying to kill time. So so you started the 135 uh, show. That was your first show. Who were, like, some of your first guests? Who did you get on board? Did you have an idea who your audiences would be? Or were you just, like, anyone at all? Or was there a, a sort of, like, a plan of attack? Or have you just been rolling with it? Um, originally, no, there was no plan. It was just just to try to get, get um, something out there. And it was really hard to, um, you know, the first episode is really hard to, to press the, the send button on the thing to put it out to Spotify and everywhere because, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're out there with your, 
with your discussions and your opinions and stuff. So it was really hard to get it out first. But now it was just a matter of getting a few episodes down and just have a well, because at in, in, at the start, maybe the first twenty episodes was was just me and a couple of mates, and then a couple of other mates joined in, and you know it was, it was just for fun. And then and then Isaiah joined, and then it just grew from there. And I think our first guest, the the, the one that um, because Isaiah always talks about this on our podcast, the first guest um, that sort of sent the the direction of where our podcast is going was um, episode twenty with. With Nixon from IFM, and so that was, that was our first um, sort of like um, celebrity guest. On the yeah, show. it was. It was oh, a, man. Yeah, it was a turning point for us because we were still trying to. Our early content was just us talking about our views on rugby or um, you know what we what did we do for the week. I think one of the topics that from our early on one was uh, we were talking about uh, the rocks for Samoa on. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, you know, <laughs> so we're talking about like, you know, real trivial stuff like that. And then we had Nixon come on and it kind of, we kind of found like a, our identity in that one. You know, towards the end, I remember what, you know, when Nixon, because Nixon, like after we finished recording, he said to us, man, I really enjoyed that, you know, and you could tell he was, he was genuine, he was sincere. And me and Cam, we, we, we took him, man, I really like that. I think we know what, this is what we're about because we're always, what we love to do, and, and Ken's always brings it up, is that we love to learn off people. Like that's why, like when every every guest that um, comes on, we're always trying to find uh, something that we can learn off them, or something that they can teach us. And, and I can honestly say, right up to now, what number are we up to now? Um, up to ninety. So we're up to uh, so to uh, episode ninety. I can honestly say that every guest that comes that's come on with there's a there's a reoccurring theme or there's something that we've always, that I've always come across that I've, I've learned. And it's funny now because every podcast after, like um, when the, the guest leaves, we'll always say something like, man, that's, that's one of our best. But we're just getting so used to saying it because we really, we really are enjoying it. Either we're just really mimica or we, we really are, um, we, we really are learning stuff. And, and I guess that's what we, what we love. So, so that was the, probably the, the, the one where we found our identity and where we knew, oh yeah, this is what we're, this is what uh, this branch of the West West, this is what Back of the 135 is about, is about learning and, 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 and showcasing people to people of West Auckland and all the our listeners. Absolutely, man. And I really felt that as well when I came on board. I know Nixon from back in the day. So, uh, yeah, I'm so glad that he was able to really ignite something in there for you guys. And, yeah, I absolutely felt it as well when I was chatting with you guys and, and feeling a sense is that real grassroots but also that genuine authenticity that's there as well. So I'm really happy that I'm able to have you guys here tonight and be able to share more of, of, of you guys so that, that people can come and check you guys out because, I mean, the guys who are following, we've got a whole bunch of other um, – folk coming on to talk about their programs but the 135 you're up to like episode 90 i mean where do you see it going in the next couple of months you told me that you're quite busy cam over the next month you're booked up till november how's it looking leading up to christmas uh yeah no it's looking hopefully we don't have any on christmas because then that's when we spend time with our families but now man it's been looking good um i think what's more um cool about it is our whole network like we we've got back of the one three five and we sort of branched off to other other podcasts and we've sort of created this um big um this whole whole network of um of of podcasts so um you know like I said before like how we we got our friends involved and then we noticed they started to enjoy it 
and then we saw we sort of had all these different topics um and so we we couldn't really have all these different topics on one podcast so so we ended up um splitting all the topics up into different whole new different podcasts so say because we oh because i suppose we're all into sports so so we have, we've we've got a rugby podcast and that's the one stays hosts uh we have a rugby league one so Isaiah hosts that one we've got a music one and um and so forth so we we ended up um having all we ended up having 13 topics and created 13 po- podcasts about those topics so yeah we've yes. now, now we've got this network of wolf and we've also branched off into like um writing blogs or writing articles so we've we've got yeah. a website where where we do that as well so i think in terms of like what you said like what how we're going to move on in the future i think because we have so much content now on social media and on our podcast and our website it's like trying to trying to let that trying to let that grow mm-hmm. yeah mm. absolutely no, Okay, just make sure that you forwarded that link to those guys. I'm just worried about that they haven't got the new one that I just sent you. But whilst you do that, I just wanted to ask a question about your guest that I remember listening for the first time, Isaiah, was actually um, the Samoan young doctor, the woman that was on um, on the uh, reality TV show that was she became quite famous. That was the first one that I listened to that got my attention that I really thought I really enjoyed that one. And I know that you... Um, you, you enjoyed that as well. Tell us a little bit about that because people might relate to that, that interview. Well, the thing about Lucina is she came in um, and she was just made us feel at ease, you know, she, like, she, you know, because we already know that she's quite a, you know, she's got quite a big following on um, on social media and, you know, she, and her, first, her face has been plastered all over the TV for the last year or so. So she came in and... Um, made us feel at ease, and then we started the interview. Like, because, you know, when we start the interview, we didn't actually start for an intro. We just, you know, we came just turned it on, and we just talked, talked, talked. And then we were like, oh, yeah, so that's the, we've already had the beginning of the podcast. So that caught her off guard. But she was like, the cool thing about um, about her is we thought that she might be guard, quite guarded because of, you know, um, her, um, you know, the following she has on social media, um, you know, she's been on, on, on the news and that, and she said some quite um, controversial stuff that we didn't expect her to say, you know, and, and that's the kind of stuff that we like, you know, those are those kind of gold, like those those gems that, like, oh, shucks, man, you know, when we were, did you expect her to say that? You know, did you, when she talked about um, the racism, when they brought on the, the Balingi girl, and, and I honestly thought, you know, I was like, I wonder if she's going to um, message us and tell us to edit that out, because she didn't expect to stay there, but she just kept going, mm. and she kept saying, you know, and and then we kind of had we we were talking about Black Lives Matters. Oh, there's another Black Lives that matters. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, like, oh, sorry. I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was really important what you're saying, Isaiah. But anyway, welcome to the program <laughs> from the Culture Rock. The guy is the wonderful Metaki Maata Kiorana to the my good-looking chap over here, man. So glad you're here, my friend Stacy. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Man, thanks for having me on. Man, really looking forward to talking to you guys, and thanks, um, Oops, for inviting us on your your awesome show. Absolutely. And is that Joey? Joey, my friend, lovely to finally meet you. Looking very official there, man. Come back from the gym, what? 
<laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> Just finished having dinner. Oh, oh. I know what you call a workout. That's a workout too. That's a workout too. Okay, ton of, ton of a Lenny right there in the center of my screen, man. How you doing? Oh, I see that you've gone to the little shady part of the room, so we can't see and a cap. So we really oh. can't identify you from those photos that the cops sent me. That's nice. All right. <laughs> so okay. Yeah, good also. Hey, I love your finger, Alex. Alex. <laughs> Oh, that's better. Nice to see you guys here. Well, hey, look, I've been talking to your bosses. Oh, you've been you've been talking to Mr. Mr. Discrepancy up there. <laughs> hey, I'll start with you, Joey, because I really like the pitch. And of course, if it's gonna be the pitch, that's a big call. I mean, you've got to have the pitch already down packed. When you're ready to meet a new person. So here we go. You've got Pacific Lockdown support for teens. Give us your pitch on the program, the podcast that you're running, and you know, tell us why um it's why young people should tune in. Well, where do I start? I mean, when when am I asked the question like why should we listen to you? My initial uh reaction to that is maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. And and you know, it's a bit of reverse psychology. So I guess my style of reverse psychology, my style is uh, all about answering questions with questions to understand more, to gather more information. I guess to answer the question, why should you listen to me? Um, I am catering to anyone, but I'm not for everyone. And what I mean by that is basically the pitch, it means uh, typically and traditionally, it just means the salesperson that's there to spout out whatever blurb whatever um, um, they want to about their business and what they represent, which is cool. But um, I'm more of a different spin on that for, through the eyes of a Pacifica man, God-fearing man, and, and a man who has experienced life through the eyes of, of a, a brown guy, just trying to get by. Um, in terms of target audience, anyone who has ever come to a point in their life or in their conversations where they didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to get past an awkward situation in a conversation. They didn't know how to influence a decision of someone they're trying to get sponsorship from, they're trying to get uh, a job from, they're trying to get funding from. Anytime you need to convince another party, the content that I have on the pitch and the people that I'm going to be interviewing is for you. It's basically set up for you. So hopefully that's answered your question. Absolutely it does. I actually really loved listening to you the other day. I think you've got a really affable, great voice on air. I was listening and you were giving sort of like some tips exactly about that. It was kind of like quite thought-provoking. It was compelling. It was sort of like challenging people to, I guess, you know, um, I'm a communications person as well, so I really loved like the intent of what you were trying to do, which is like really empower our the young people, your listeners, on like asking the, the the tough questions and giving them aha moments. I mean, I always try as much as I can on this platform to create aha moments. I'm hoping that people are watching and they're listening, and then something that they didn't know before, you know, they feel that they've, they've taken away something. And I really felt that in listening to your program and the pitch. 
these two over here were my my Krishna ball mate, Tana and and Stacy. I've known for a little bit longer. All right, so I know these guys. I mean, maybe if we're talking about Street Fighter and which players we should choose and what combos are, you know, of the modern joystick, perhaps then. But guys, it's been so. I'm so, especially you, Stace. I know Stace mm. is, is a hilarious guy. He's got a great personality. I've always done, but I know also that he's quite an unassuming person. He's always been just and Tana as well. I mean, when. I mean, besides sort of massive chest and arms and roof back in our high school years, I mean, I mean, well, you just haven't seen him for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> he's changed. He's a bit of a Buddha now. It's a bit of a Buddha. Screen back action. Hey, I'll start with you, Stace, and then we're going to tell us. Tell us a bit about what, how you came to the West West Network and what's really kept you there and what you're hoping to like achieve in the next uh, little while over there to your programs. Yeah, so I've known oh, all the boys for quite a long time, and Kim, Kim's and um, Isa, a good friend of mine. So um, initially, I just started out just really being a supporter. So no, they're hardcore into the podcast scene, and I wasn't really. So the first podcast that I listened to was uh, the back of the 135, the early episodes of that. And I know they had this massive vision about um, putting stuff out there and really giving that Polynesian perspective on things. So I just jumped on that, and I really wanted to um, help the boys out on that side. So, yeah, um, just by, you know, with the workload and stuff, I ended up taking over the rugby one, which is uh, the counter-ruck. And I just really believe in the vision of the boys, um, just providing that Polynesian perspective. So um, I heard Cam's earlier, he touched on a few things. Um, just through our network, we have a whole uh, range of different podcasts and we're really trying to tap into some subjects that uh, really speak to our Pacific people and sports and uh, rugby in particular, you know, definitely falls in that category. So um, one thing that really came through strongly since uh, we started the, the rugby podcast is that um, over 40% of all players uh, in Super Rugby, Aotearoa, um, identify as Pacifica, but when I look at the uh, the rhetoric and the commentary and, you know, the opinions and the analysis uh, side of the game, we don't have anywhere near that same level of uh, representation. So the counter is really just about filling that void and uh, encouraging uh, Pacific voices to be heard through uh, our rugby podcast. That's what I like. It's uh, in line with what we're trying to achieve here about providing that Polynesian perspective. Tana, can you say something better than that? <laughs> I forgot to tell you that I wrote all the scripts, so these guys are taking all my good ideas. Oh, great answer. Great answer, mate. Tana, when you're Tana, when you're not flying around in your jet and you know visiting Paris and Dubai, I mean, what else do you do? And I know this is all just community work for you here at the West West Network. Um, so you've been contributing. Were you actually in the one three five, or were you just picking them up from the? From the train station after to go and, and go with the boys <laughs> yeah no similar to stace like just to talk to the work the boys have been doing um and then uh, off the back so i actually got an opportunity to catch up with Gauvia, another old bit uh, mate from from varsity um so through meeting with him and joey so i'm in the it industry at the moment and and just the realization you know there's less than two percent representation of pasifika in the it industry and and so you know just having a podcast and and realizing that there's an opportunity here again for this pacifica voice of of people actually out there doing this um and i think that's the the beauty of what i get to do is 
there's no reason to listen to me because you get to actually listen to these amazing Pasifika people actually out there in the IT industry making a difference. And I think trying to share a story that people might actually just relate to and go, shucks, how did that guy get there and how do I do the same thing? Um, so I guess that's, yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah, like I shared with Cam's and, and eyes earlier, you know, I'm excited to be part of this network and actually just sharing a different view that, that everyone's just used to listening and hearing to. Oh, absolutely, guys. And I've been sort of like, I'm really excited because I've actually done work with um, the Pacific uh, Media Network and with the Radio Network and with Radio Works, which is a big, huge network. So to hear the boys and, and finally get these guys on board to come and tell us, I reckon it's going to really build momentum. And I'm hoping and wishing and, you know, it's time for um, our people to have, you know, these sort of like spaces. And I love what you said about the percentage of, you know, brown content. I'm a huge believer in promoting Pacific content of, in what capacity i think um there's so much for our young people's you know attention these days so we really need to give a account of you at least you know they don't i always yeah. say on this page like you don't have to listen to me you don't have to say anything I want, i've got to say but at least it's there as an option right like at least they're yeah. getting um a, a few more uh, brown voices in their ear so it's not just because we know from uh, the research that the young people have moved away from um their central family or church being their um you know their voice of influence and it's moved further out of the family to your friends so a lot more of our young people a lot more of our, our kids that are coming through they find a lot of their their identity and their understanding of the world from their friends so you know that's something that we're gonna have to get used to because uh, you know uh it's such a speedy fast world and they're pretty sharp out there i mean you'll be sharp if there was something that uh you guys i'll i'll go to joey and just quickly to Tana and to uh, uh, to Stacy before the next guest comes on, but if you had to like put your finger on something, um, and with reference to our young people, teens that you think is really important um, that we need to take into consideration, that you've picked up maybe in the short time that you've been doing your program, what would that be for our young for our young people? What's that? What is sort of if you had to compare the generation now to us? They call them what the centennials. The centennials, they are. Um, yeah, that was you, Joey. I, I always take myself back to when I was a teenager and what was lacking when I was that old or that young. And I think about the, the different types of support I wish I had into the pathways that I wish were available, um, like a pathway into IT, for instance, or a pathway into a sales role, to very, um, to very untraditional, unconventional pathways or viable careers that um, weren't really made known to me. All I knew was, okay, go be a doctor, lawyer, or accountant, as mum would always, mum and dad would always say, or go and chase after their rugby dream because you seem to be a little bit, you know, talented. So, for me, um, I wish there was those, uh, I guess, people of our um, culture and people who were Polynesians that are in the field that would go back to school and encourage us to chase after those pathways if that's what we were into, um, outside of the typical you know, professions that our parents used to push us towards so that they could break at church. So yeah, looking, looking for role models, going out there and looking for role models who have already done it. And I guess those old models being available to the youngsters and going back to their old schools as a start and, and doing workshops if that's what's needed 
go back and do a workshop where you can yeah. teach kids about financial financial literacy and that kind of thing. Um, things that aren't in the curriculum or aren't typically in the curriculum and aren't pushed by you know a curriculum that um, you tend to only learn in, in real life circumstances. And by that point, I think it's it's too late for a lot of us who become adults and we know nothing about money because <laughs> we weren't taught it. And, and all we were ever taught were just give up money when you get it um, to, to people, to and for people that are never ever gonna be a part of your life. So I guess um, as, a, as a teen, if I was to advise my teen self, it would be go and look for people who are in the fields of of uh, study or fields careers that um, actually have made it or have um, done something for the community, and actually have a have a chat to them. Take them out for a coffee if you need to, and find out from them what uh, what they did to get as far as they have. And like Absolutely. like Tana, yeah, Tana mentioned a, a pure example of it. Uh, Tovia, Tovia Vaelua, Misa Tovia. He's one guy who he inspires me. Who? Um, who? Mis- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he's, he's one guy who's just an absolute leader. And um, if you have more people like that being an example to teens, teens in this generation, then cool, awesome. Oh, you don't, you don't mean, you don't mean that poet, the poet. They're Samuel Poets, Tobia Vailua. I know, I know Poets. <laughs> <laughs> used to read sonnets. They used to read sonnets and beautiful stanzas of poetry back at university. Mm. It might be that one. But yes, if you're out there, Tobia Vailua, well, we've got a free shout out to how much you paid uh, the pitch for that one. But all right, I'll edit it out later. But hey, Beautiful Tony of the Afakasi Scoop joining us. So welcome to you, my dear. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, hey, I've just been asking the boys to tell me a little bit about, I guess, how they look at their audience, I guess, primarily through as the teens as they're doing their program. But before we go back to them, we'll just give you a chance just to give us a bit of an introduction, Tony, about who you are and what program you're doing, West West, um, a little bit about how it came to be and, yeah, um, you know, what's been, what's been going well for you with the program? Um, okay, so, um, so I'm part of three of us, Afghasi Scoop. Um, myself, Sin, and Ria, and we were just talking one day, just talking about a lot of things, really, and then we thought, wow, a lot of the stuff that we talk about, because we talk about um, coming a lot from our Polynesian culture, we thought a lot of people would actually like hearing it, because we talk about a lot of taboo stuff, stuff, you know, as Basfika, we're not allowed to talk about, or our parents didn't talk to us about, and so what we decided to do was, well, why not start to like share it and from there we got a lot of um people wanting to actually they were asking us questions hey can you talk about this hey can you talk about broken marriages hey can you talk about children hey can you talk about but the the thing for us is that what makes us unique is that we talk from lessons that we have learned but also us three come from different walks of life but we're also very similar in the fact that we were raised but far more so for us, we talk about a lot of those topics and we try and have no filter, but at the same time, you know, we sort of have to because of, you know, what we do. 
Um, I think the main thing for us is that we are able to relate to a lot of whakapika out there. So yeah, that's sort of what what we're we're about. We we talk about everything. We're not about anything in particular. We just talk about anything and everything, and that's the purpose. We initially wanted to relate to um, mothers and people our age, and you know, whakapika people going through a lot of you know different things. But um, so our next step basically for us is we want to get some um, guests in and just keep sharing and doing what we do yeah yeah fantastic and you're in you're at the end of the week so i'm, I'm thinking like around it's a friday or saturday evening am i right what night are you on joey and what night are, are you what days of the week are you guys on on your show um Tanine and uh, Joey, what, what do you have a particular day of the week, or is it just any time, and then you just pop pop it up the podcast? How does it work for you guys? So, I've um, Cam has kindly um, transferred quite a lot of uh, my material, my existing material that I started on Facebook through Facebook Lives that I did in the month of uh, one of the months in 2019. It was actually October, a year ago. So I did um, a challenge to myself because I wanted to, and sorry for this really long answer to your question. Um, I wanted to challenge. I wanted to yeah, challenge. Yeah, myself, I wanted to challenge myself for thirty days by doing uh, Facebook lives, and Cam actually has transferred that bit by bit to um, YouTube and and to Spotify for oh, me, man. which is great. So there isn't a scheduled time per each week. But there will be. Oh. oh, so when you said that you couldn't transfer my Facebook lives um, onto, like I asked Cam, and you said you didn't have the capability. So, oh, okay. I get you. I got it. All right. So what about you guys? What about your audience? Who are the type of people that would really love? I mean, I can see here, Stacey. We don't want to. I mean, rugby's changed. I mean, there's more girls play rugby than ever before. Is that something you take into consideration? Uh, or is it just a pure, just a commentary on what's like the most recent game? Or have you got an, a, a, like a undergirding agenda to want to do something with your program? Like, I don't know, promote more girls to play or like change the the referee rules or improve professional rugby how we look towards rugby and that well what, what's the council rock primarily about yeah at, at the moment it's basically a weekly show and we uh, talk about the topics of the weekend do some reviews of the weekends that uh, games uh things like that um we are looking to expand and get some some guests because as you say rugby it's an ever-changing beast it's completely different to what it was when I grew up in playing and watching uh, back in the day. So, um, yeah, like the game is changing, our podcast will change as well. We're looking to get a couple more guests. We've had a few. Um, we've had uh, like Ray Newier, who was, um, he's with the Blues and he was with, uh, played for the Manu. And he spoke quite candidly with us about um, you know, his injury. He had a long-term injury and some of his mental health issues, which I know is in line with what you're trying to do here, Alex, with your page. Um, yeah, so we, that's what we're looking to do is just really um, – push forward and, and push things through. So I know the women's game is growing, and we, we talk about that a bit through our podcast, but um, what we have coming up is just um, your weekly reviews at the moment, and we're looking to expand our horizons and get some guests in for the future for sure. 
trying to, I mean, bro, when you, you like to be Mr. Tech Guy, I always remember that about you, but, uh, you know, I, I never got one free app from you. I never got an antivirus <laughs> from you. I never got <laughs> any. I mean, what did we do? You don't want to be getting <laughs> no, I say, yeah, I've been in IT for about 15 years now, and 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 it wasn't until Tovia mentioned it that I looked around and went, yeah, actually, like, we've got probably five in our department of two, over 200, and he said we're above the average. Um, and so that's the target market for me, but I, I think the bigger thing for me is kind of getting the people in to tell that story. Um, and so I'm the guy at the moment who doesn't do his homework, so I haven't got a spot. Um, but we want to move that and start getting the guys in regularly. Um, there's been I've had four episodes of of really good content, and I know I need to share more. Um, so it's just reaching out to the networks to bring them in. Absolutely, I think it's really needed. We definitely need to mm. be up upping that, especially to like almost like uh, counter the lack that's happening in secondary schools. Like what uh, Joey was saying about whatever's missing in our secondary schools, we should be trying to like um, be able to provide that outside of the school program. And I think these sort of platforms, like what you're offering, is a really way to sort of like fast track some of our young people and get some information that they, you know, that they can really find useful. Mm. You know, listening spending an hour or half an hour online listening to someone you know like yourself they could probably you could probably fast track about five lessons that a teacher who's disinterested um you know could really yeah. do something awesome yeah so and yeah, this I is really the real disruption we're trying to bring now yeah absolutely so yeah uh make sure that you get that stuff going brother i want to see your program yeah, up yeah. And, and, and as a guest man but hey i'm gonna All ask right, thanks these guys Tony is the Cassie Scoop is like the only one who was willing to come on and and be brave enough to share her story. Um, and I actually put a request in for Cynthia Crichton. So girl, okay, that's us. All right. So tell us, Afrikasi Scoop. Um, there's a lot of issues that our young girls are, are facing. You said that you talk about everything and anything, but what really drew my attention to what Apakasi Scoop does is you mentioned the word taboo, and I really love that because taboo is something that goes across all countries. There's always been taboo subjects that have, are things that are really hard to, uh, difficult to talk about. So I was really, really proud of the fact that you were unashamedly saying, yeah, man, we're going to talk about it. I mean, maybe not every single subject, but if it comes up, mm. we're going to like table it and we're going to talk about it. I mean, what's been the most difficult convo that you've had, um, if you could mention, uh, you know, at this stage, have you had to, that you found really interesting or compelling? Um, I think I was talking about sex, really, and, you know, what age to talk to your own kids about sex, because our own parents, you know, you didn't talk about sex, you know, you didn't bring it up at all, because to them you're just being gokolekiki, you know, you're being, um, what's the English word for <laughs> Something. Um, um, uh, so um that was a really good conversation I think that we had and brought up. I mean, because basically, you know, coming from both worlds really, we sort of are taking what we've learned, but also sort of choosing what things to leave behind. So for us we think um, we talked about, you know, we want to talk to our kids about it early. We'd rather it come from us rather than them, them going and learning from other people or going out there and experimenting themselves. You know, whereas 
we want them to know we're here for you. We we don't support you having sex, but if you choose to, we want you to take the you know the right measures. Because they're still young. Oh, oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, still young. So yeah, that was I think one of our real interesting points because we even before we started talking about it, it was like, shucks, do we talk about that? And then we're like, you know what, let's just record and just go with it. And it ended up, I think it ended up being one of our um popular, most popular podcasts that we've done. A lot of people just went into it and we were listening to it and got some good feedback on it. Um so yeah, that was one of our hard ones to think about. Oh yeah. I never talked about that SEX stuff on my platform. Not yet. I let the experts come and talk about that sort of stuff. But, I mean, we need to be able to bridge that gap between the generations. I mean, Afakazi Scoop is great. The pitch is amazing. The counter rock is amazing. I've been on the back of the 135. The tech show will be amazing when it comes on board. But, hey, let me just meet this new fabulous man who's just joined our conversation. But I'll give it back to uh, my two um, founders here, back 135, who've just been sitting patiently listening and checking that these guys aren't saying anything you know uh that they're not happy with but hey why don't you start and adam's just joined us but i thought i'll give you an opportunity to speak and where did adam's story come in because his his the success recipe was also another um program or podcast that really drew my attention just by the name but before i give him a chance to introduce i'll let you talk him up a little bit so yeah when he came tell me a bit about this guy here <clears throat> so um there was a time when we were trying to promote other polynesian podcasts um we were trying we, we, we were trying to find them around auckland and try to invite them in our studio to have a to have a chat with us and that so so i, I found adam on um on social media he had a he had a cool interview with um uh sean maitland and um and so i, I I listened to that one, then, then I'm, I, um, I DM'd um, Adam to see if he would be a guest on our show. So he came in and sort of just started from there. So um, That was a real bad sell for my bro. I'm sorry, Adam. I thought Cam's was going to do you the big one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, give it over to the success recipe. My man Adam has joined us here, bro. Thank you for joining us this evening. I know you must be busy, but hey, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing and why you've joined this amazing group of the Wisps Network. Yes, hello, Flava. Um, good evening. Thanks for having me uh, here. Uh, it's definitely an honor. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, Cam's basically told it as simple as it was. You know, he uh, he listened to one of my episodes and then he slid into my DMs. But um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm the creator of the Success Recipe. And um, yeah, that came about just through my own um genuine curiosity to to uh, engage with people and, and speak to them about what really makes them tick so um i myself i come from a small town i come from uh, the small south waikato town of Tukuro, um just oh. through luck yeah um you know being quite a a big churner of uh, a lot of professional athletes and i happen to go to school with a lot of them or sort of um, you know, play sports with them or, or know them or their families. It's a very small um, family-oriented town. So a few of those people were, were uh, willing to share their stories with me. Um, and then uh, I spent five years in the, in the United States um, from 2012 to 2018. 
Um, and I got to meet some pretty interesting people while I was abroad as well. So one of my early on interviews is with a stuntman who's originally from uh, Porirua, Salah Baker. Um, he's, I met him over in Boston. Um, he was doing some work um, with some other stuntmen over there. So, yeah, I, I, I've just met some some quite interesting people. And I, uh, yeah, I just kind of hit them up and, and asked them to share their stories um, to sort of let everyday people know um you know that 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 they're kind of normal like us if if we think they're sort of on a different level but um it's really their their hard work and their perseverance and their motivation that's got them to where they are brother it's i love the whole uh sort of like the foundation of what you're trying to do i mean i love all of them so many ways i mean i, I know it'll come across a little bit cheesy, but I actually love all of the programs that you guys are doing because they're also important to our young people. I mean, I'm just one person, but who I wanted you guys to have on board. I'm starting these collaborations because I really want more of our young people to have access to as much as possible out there. And I think what you're doing, I've had a number of people from Tokoroa on the show and it's, you're very proud of where you're from. I really love it how Tokoroa people are just, they know where they're from. They made it their Māori, White Islander. It's really tight down there. And I've been down there a couple of times. So I'm not surprised that you're from Tokoroa and you speak so proudly of where you're from. I mean, what's coming up for you? Um, before we move on to the rest, I just want to give you a chance. What's coming up for you leading up to Christmas on the program? On yeah, so for me, um, yeah, so on the program, um, I've been on a bit of a hiatus, so um, just been a, a challenging year for everybody. Um, I decided to pick up a challenge of um, doing a, a lot of running, and I'm actually running my first uh, full marathon in two weeks' time. So uh, once I've gotten that out of the way, um, starting, uh, getting my interviews down, I've still got a couple in the pipeline. Um, I interviewed a lot of people during COVID, so. I've got a lot of content people from uh, I've got a few more stunt men. I've got some people who've Ninja Warrior. Um, some more people sharing some really great stories about the success they found. Excellent. Hey, before our other guests come on board, I really want to give you four a chance just to really comment on this. I mean, I know these two boys down the bottom. We're uh, from Massey. Uh, we grew up in West Auckland. I know Tana from when he used to look, he still had like, honestly, the tightest Liston College top on uh, on Redcar Road. And uh, Stacey was uh, from Massey. Hi. And I see him from the bus. But uh, we got to know each other over the years now, 10 years. So I asked you guys if you could think of, I guess, uh, uh, what would I call it, an adversity, an issue, uh, something that you had to face as a team. My platform's about supporting teens. Last week we talked about politics because it's what's topical. So like you, I try to draw on what's happening in and around our young people. So last week was about uh, politics. Coming up next week, we're tabling the really difficult, dark um subjects of abuse and uh, suicide and all that stuff as we lead into Christmas. So that's where I'm going. But today was the West West Network. And I feel like I'm supporting the young people by showing them that there are so many other brown people out there who are doing things that are active, that are, and they don't have it all together, that they don't have all the answers, that they're just journeying through life just like you are. And we know what it is, and we know how hectic life is as a teenager, how lonely it can be for some people, and how it's just so unpredictable for others. So I asked if you could share 
just quickly about you know something that you had to face and as an encouragement because i know there's so many of you but i really do this is probably for me the most important part of our interview today so i'll throw it out to um stacy because he looks like he's biting at the bit to do this part so yes yeah, <laughs> um you know your teen journey or uh, just the bit that you that you had to overcome and you thought a big um lesson for you yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like we have known each other since we were teenagers, and you remember what I was like uh, back then. I was really quiet. I wouldn't say a word. So coming on alive with you isn't something that I would have done in my teenage years. Hosting a podcast is definitely not something I would have done back then. But yeah, I remember when I was a bit younger in my thirties, and we did this uh, exercise where you um, you write a, a letter to your young teenage self. I thought it was a bit of a, a waste of time, but I went through with it anyway. And the letter I wrote was actually quite an eye-opener for me. So one of the things I wrote was not was I should stop overthinking things, and um, you know not to worry too much about uh, you know just what other people think of me. You know I've been a perennial overthinker and constantly sort of overanalyze things, and it's led me to have a lot of uh, head noise. And um, you know, I realize now that a lot of that head noise was uh, quite negative self-talk, and it caused me to have a lot of anxiety and um, a lot of worrying in my youth. So um, it actually helped me back from doing things like this and achieving a lot of things that I could have in life because so, of just of how anxious I get. So I've been following your page quite closely, Alex. I wish they had, we had something like this when I was young. But you had this quote on there which really spoke to me. You said um, – Ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let what happen, what's happening around you get inside you and weigh you down. And I wish I could have said that to my younger self because uh, you know I was constantly weighing myself down with a lot of uh, negative self-talk uh, for sure. I've been able to, ch to change a lot of that recently just uh, through focusing on a lot of positives and uh, you know really putting things into perspective. So that would be my advice to my young teenage self and basically any teenagers out there, you know, don't sweat the small stuff so much and don't let the opinions of others weigh you down. You know, just focus on the positives and push forward and achieve, you know, great things for yourself. Oh, well, thank you very much, Linda and Roger. You would have caught the end of our Dr. Phil episode that's just started. Really... Uh, but, I mean, Stacey, like, yeah, bro, for real. Like, this guy didn't get a peep. I was like the noisy guy, like, hey, stay, stay, stay. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. He's just like, weirdo, move away, move away. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I am so privileged and honored to have you here, bro. It just makes it, my heart. Um, my heart's nice and warm and excited, bro, to have you here. And to Tana, and uh, I'll ask you next. Tana, for you, what was something that you had to overcome as a young person and, and that you could leave with our listeners tonight? For, for me, I think growing up, looking back, I think I've come on a long journey where I am now. And it's kind of, I took a long time, you know, following where, where my parents wanted to go. And so I fell into the, the mold of, you know, do what they wanted to do and kind of didn't follow my dreams. I'm, I'm at a happy place now. And I think if anything, I went back, we just have the courage to speak up um, because at the end of the day, they just want the best. Uh, I guess being a parent now, you know, I I know that anything that my kids want to chase, I'm, I've got their backs. And I think it's having the courage to really sit down and have those hard conversations with your parents. I mean, it's 
or you can go the long way and just end up like me. It still works out and you still have a beautiful relationship with your parents. But I think having those, what we think are hard at the time conversations will, will pay you dividends mm. in the long run. Absolutely, bro. Um, this guy here on the, on, on the right, this one here who, he gets a total pass because we are New South Wales supporters oh. all the way. My friend Rog oh. here. Come on. Good to see you. Hey, so nice. Alex, tell me about this guy. What do you know about Roger before I actually tell the truth about who he is? Tell me what you know about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what? <laughs> Yo, I'm new. That's what I mean. He's like trying to play all frozen now because he doesn't want to tell the truth about you, Roger, which I know. But hey, welcome, bro, brother. Roger, right here, my friend. Talofa lava. So, no, my no, Fiona. Wowzers. My no, lava. So, for oh, my lang ma, no, Fiona. Alisana Makati. You see, brother. It is so good to see you. It's so good to see you, bro. I've known probably, I think I've known Rog the longest. Um, just by way of background, uh, I grew up at Henderson uh, Congregational Church, and I actually remember. I don't know, Rog, if you can, if you remember this, but I actually remember the first day because obviously you're Catholic, you're Catholic, Greece Catholic, and Ipakasa, but you came to our church, and you were like an in intermediate years. Do you remember that? I do. I do remember the first time I came to. Uh, the church there on Lincoln Road in the corner. Me, me and my brother James, we used to always sit in the back and uh, yeah. just hide away. We weren't really, we were a bit gun shy, weren't too sure how to integrate into the youth um, at the time. And I think I was only 12 or 13. And like you say, yeah, coming from the Catholic background, um, but mum and dad decided that I uh, would venture into Henderson Fakasa and be a part of that Ekalisia there. Um, and that was going into my high school years as well. And Alexander, Alex, um, knowing him as Sana, was the first guy to come and approach us and just threw us into introducing it, us to everybody and making sure that we felt welcome. So, bro, we go way back a long time and, um, you know, and we sort of just pick up where we left off. I remember hearing someone laughing in a movie one time when I went to watch the movie by myself. And uh, there was somebody laughing in the front. I think it was one of Sione's weddings, one of the one of the movies there. And when the lights went on at the end of the movie, I see my brother Alex at the front there having popcorn and, and a party all by himself watching the movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the guy laughing by himself at the front. But uh, it was my brother. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad that you remembered that and you, you remembered that I came and I welcomed you to the youth group, bro. That's really important. <laughs> you got that message, that text that's really important. Hey, but you know what? I will say this. Um, you know, there might have been The Rock and Jason Momoa, but my true favorite actor is actually Roger. I mean, we had the privilege of going to Cuba in around 2000 and he was, he played Tamasese and I had the photos and then but because of the age of our list of the people that are in our program, it just would not be appropriate for me to bring out those photos because obviously we're trying to get it close to reality. Um, so as Tamasetsi, the warrior king, 
Um, I will just have to send those photos through to the West West Network for you to use at a later time. But hey, so good to see you here, Roger. And I'll get you to share a little bit about your um, what you actually do there besides, you know, those big guns of yours. But I want to give a chance to our beautiful sisters here to, to share a little bit about themselves. And of course, first and foremost, Linda, who's here. So hi, Linda. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you all. So tell me about so you part of the Afkasi Scoop as well, or have you got your whole program, another program yourself? No, so I'm on um, the 135 playlist, the music podcast. Um, so there's three of us as well, three Pacific Island um, full-time working mums. So we run um, a music podcast. Oh, that's like, that's going to be the favourite one, absolutely, surely. I mean, when it comes to music, we've all got an opinion. I mean, have you always loved music? Is it something that you just fell into or is it something that you really feel that you'd like to, like, impress? Like, there's a whole new scene of, like, I, I was watching an old movie of, um, there was a song that came on, I think it was, like, an old uh, Whitney Houston track from one of her first albums and the comments underneath were like, if you're between 15 and 20 and you're listening to the song, congratulations because we need you to pass on real music. And sometimes I feel like that with my nephews and nieces, like, listen to this album, this album, like, forget that, this is what you need to listen to because the music is so evolving and changing and we, it's so personal to us. How's it been for you uh, doing the 135 playlist? Um, do you know, I thought it was a bit of fun. I thought it was going to be a bit of fun and I didn't realise the serious, um, the seriousness of it and the impact that it would have and how relatable it is to, to pretty much everyone who's listened to it, who always drops me a comment to say, you know, how much they learned from what we had to say or how much we took them down memory lane. And I think that's the favourite thing for everybody is reminiscing and mostly over music because it takes you back you know, the first few lines or bars of a song puts you back into into the memory that spawned that. So I think, um, yeah, for me, I've always been into music and I think that's a part of the reason why Sin approached me because, you know, I probably pride myself on being um, an amateur DJ, <laughs> taking over the radio and whatnot and just, yeah. So that's how it's sort of grown from there. Just as you spoke there, I was just drawn back to like evenings of my Joda CD play in the background as I just, you know, just pulled back of, you know, all the broken hearts that we all had back in high school. I mean, it is so real. It's just so real back in high school, the relationships. And I asked uh, Tony to think of something that she had to face as a young person. I mean, I, I, after her, I'd love to come back to you, Linda, and with music yep. and with our young girls. It's such a huge... Um, a huge hurdle for them to face that first love or those first crushes and how to navigate that but for you uh, Tony what was it like that you had to really sort of like overcome as a teen um my teen life was boring because I am um, sort of stuck by the book because I was scared because I got the hiding you know sort of thing but I think what stuck out for me was um when I was seventh form and we found out one of our um fourth form girls had committed suicide and that was a huge thing because it was a drama in itself but the reason why we found out she'd done it was because um she was scared she was going to get a hiding because she hadn't come home in time the night before and so what i well, i think what stuck with me and what i 
sort of teach my own kids in my class now, and I always use the same story. I tell them the story, and resilience is massive now. Um, a lot of our kids don't have resilience, and mm. that proved it. She, you know, I tell the kids, you know, if she'd just gotten the hiding, 10 years later, she would have had kids, she would have had her own family, you know, but no resilience. And a lot of our kids these days don't have that. Hence why our suicide rates are now higher. You know, they've got no one to really talk to. Um, and it's just like, whatever problems you're going to come across, it's going to be over. You know, that's not going to be your life, you know, for the rest of your life. Just, you have to get over it. You have to somehow just do something to get past it. And then, you know, it's going to be over. It's never going to just be that. So uh, I think that's a massive thing for me. Our kids need resilience. And they need to talk, open up. If not to their parents, then find someone they can trust. Like a lot of them confide in their mates, but... To be honest, some of their mates aren't that great either. So, of course, they're going to follow mm. what their mates do. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's what sort of stuck out for me um, in my high school years. And um, I hold it strong to myself, like, every day. Like, resilience, you know. One of the kids, we had out on last week, you know, for our Samoan group. And then she started crying when I asked her to call the Bessie to call Bessie, start the song. And she started to cry. And I went up to her and I go, resilience, go stop. You know, and then she started oh, to get mom. over it. I'm that mum, that mum, get over it. <laughs> you know, and the girl came up to me at the end of our uh, She goes, "Thank you, miss. You know, thanks for that." But they just need just little reminders now and again that you'll be mm-hmm. okay. You know, you're not going to be stuck in the rut forever. You'll be, you'll be okay. Yeah. So that's me on that bit. Absolutely. I mean, everyone's got a different approach. And I think more than anything, what's most important is that we're having these sort of talanoa, that we're actually talking and sharing because, you know, it may not be the way you are, but it's great to hear from other people and, and their experiences. And I think for this, like, I'm totally against cyberbullying of any shape, way, shape or form on my platform. And I've really been very um, clear about the, the parameters, about what it is to be as part of Pacific Lockdown Support for Teens. I mean, Adam, you um, talked very uh, clear about Tokoroa, and I want to come to you next after Linda. But just if you could prepare, like, what made Tokoroa successful? You talk about successful athletes, but I guess the community I'd like to hear a little bit about after Linda just shares about what it was for her. So yeah, I'll go to you, Linda, and then we'll go to Adam. I think mine ties in with what Tana said and what um, T has said in terms of um, resili- resilience. Sorry, and I feel like for me as a teenager, I didn't have. Um, I don't think I had the courage to talk to my parents, and it led me to do not the worst that I could do, but I definitely um, reacted badly, ran away from home at sixteen because you know something silly, and I didn't feel like I could talk to my parents. And I think now to my own children, and I and I encourage them constantly, you know, to tell me that they're young though, to be fair, they're, they're six and eight, because I want to start it now. I want to open the lines of communication now and let them know they can talk to me about anything because I had old school parents, great parents, but very old school, and we didn't talk about anything. And so I didn't think I could talk to them about the problems that I felt for me at 16 were huge, which when I look back now, so silly but because you know that's my world as a 16 year old very very little 
Um, I wish there was that um, the communication that, you know, I feel like, and I probably could have talked to them. I probably could have instigated the conversation, um, but didn't know how to, so just didn't and ran away, ran away from everything. So um, I feel like maybe people are in a better position now, children are in a better position, sorry, but if you're not, what's the worst that could happen, you know, if you start the conversation? You might be surprised. Yeah. Yes, fear, fear isn't a good place for um, young people to be at. And I think when you're still developing who you are and developing your confidence, it's really hard to distinguish between, you know, what is actually, you know, what you should be fearful of and what you shouldn't. Where's my friend Roger gone? Has he disappeared? Well, Adam, tell us a little bit more about Tupperaw and why it was such a fantastic place to live in. I mean, that's obviously carried you through to the man you are today. So I'm really interested to hear. Yeah, well, um, I think when I was growing up in Tupperaw, a lot of the um, media around it was probably more negative than positive. Um, and I, I think that was just something as, you know, once I grew up and, and left Tukuroa, um Kemen University in Auckland, you know, people always sort of like, where are you from? And you say Tukuroa and they're like, oh, okay. Like um, there was almost always sort of a, a negative um, stigma associated with the town. Um, and living in that town, it was anything. But I mean, um, you know, it, there were hard times. There was a, it was quite a melting pot. I think outside of Auckland and Wellington, it had the largest Polynesian population per capita. Um, so for such a small town, like 15,000 people when I was there, like to have the largest amount of Polynesians, like outside of Auckland and Wellies, like that, that's quite a big thing. But I think what made it a good place in terms of uh, a lot of the products, in terms of athletes and people that have come out of Tukuroa is that a lot of our community role models and, and older people kind of lived through and maybe had that stigma created because of their generation. And and they taught us that it, it didn't matter where you came from, um, you could be whoever you wanted and, and do whatever you wanted um, if you just put in that work. So I think a lot of people, you know, um, uh, another person I interviewed, Chantal Stowers, um, she was in the same year as me. You know, we played sports growing up, like mixed touch and stuff, and, and she's actually making it big in the um, women's NRL right now. Um, you know, she 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 touched on it on her podcast too, that, you know, we had some great community coaches, um, role models, people that just kind of, yeah, told us not to worry about where we were from. It didn't define who we, who we would be or where we could end up in life. Absolutely. Where to, where to be? And I guess that's what we're all trying to do here on our platform. So good luck to you, bro, with your program. I'm really looking forward to tuning into them. Just um, make sure that if you want to know more information about the different programs, because I know there's a lot of people that are on right now, folks, and you're trying to like, you know, navigate it. We're going to put all the information in the comment section. And these guys are going to put their name and the program and where you can find their podcast. So there's a lot I'm no doubt with 13 podcasts i have no doubt that you'll find something that you'll be interested in so if you've just joined us i'm so much for alex i'm the host and the moderator and i have as my guest tonight the west west network birthed out of a ride at the back of the 135 from downtown auckland to Tehran nui talking with some mates and now they're using their time their energies their resources and their story to help 
our Pacific community in general, really. So I thought, why not, man? These guys need the support. If you're watching and you're over there in the, in Australia or you're over there in the States, in Hawaii, or wherever you are tuning in through the Pacific, these guys deserve your attention. If not just for one evening, just, just live, listen to it and check it out. They've all got wonderful programming and some wonderful ideas of what they want to do. So it's so good to have every one of them. Hey, I want to come back to you, um, Mr. Tana Valini. So tell me about it because I want it on the record. So when is your first show going to start again, bro? So we've got four episodes already up and going. Um, so the next one I plan to drop in a, in a couple of weeks again. Um, and I'll put the link in, in the bio as well. Awesome. And what about you, Stace? Uh, yeah, we, we record every Monday. And um, it's normally out by Tuesday morning, so we try to catch the weekend's games and review them as quickly as possible, just to give people enough time to, you know, digest what we've put forward. So keep an eye out for the counter-ruck every Tuesday morning when we release. Hey, Isaiah, if I'm watching no. this, right, and I see these, like, nine screens up, and I want to know, like... Uh, I want to know, I actually want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of like what the West West thing was doing, or I want to be a guest, or I think I could help in some way, shape, or form. I mean, no man is an island. One thing I have learned is that we need to like support one another. Too often in the Pacific community, we're always like competing with each other, and I'm just not about it. Like, I've done broadcasting mm -hmm. enough to know that nothing succeeds. We're, we're already the minority. We need to be supporting one another, we need to be backing one another. Um, uh, there's like not enough brown content so i might not like what someone's doing or might not be my cup of tea should i say but everyone's different so i'm a real firm believer in like backing one another if there are some young people out there who are watching because that's how i got into broadcasting right from a young age is there an opportunity for them isaiah and uh uh and, and camps is there like uh, do you mean by an opportunity to come on the wish wish network or just um yeah no, I used to come, come move into your house and be uh, your your cleaner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think I need, need some people to do my laundry, but um, I guess we're not in that market at the moment. So um, I'll, I'll pass that on to Cameron because Cameron does all that um, that kind of recruiting kind of stuff because he is he's the he's the real boss. <laughs> I guess everyone can. No, I think I think there's a lot of room for um. It's, uh, especially age group, because I think all of us, all of us from from the same age group. Um, so I think we're, you know, that there's there's room to to get the sort of younger generations come on and tell their stories as well. Um, I know we've got the back of one through five as a platform to have them on as a guest. So you know, to tell us, tell some of those um, the the younger gen generation stories and stuff. But um, yeah, I think there's. There's room in our, our, our network for that. Absolutely, bro. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I'm only one person. I'm only doing one. I've got one focus, which is support team. So, I mean, what does that look like? It can look like anything. I can be talking about, you know, mental illness one week. I'm talking about politics the next week. And I'm talking with you guys the other week. But, I mean, the West West Network, I can see it really building momentum over this next 12 months. And that's why I want to get ahead of the curve and be one of the early ones in here to support you guys. And I really believe in what you guys are doing. I mean, what's the dream for you moving forward in the next year? Um, 
Ken's eyes are. If, have you thought that far ahead, or is it still sort of organic and just evolving naturally? Uh, I think I think um, we we set a goal for for the end of this year, just uh, just to um, refine our craft. You know, we, we we're still learning. You know, we're doing our podcast. We're still learning how to um, sort of like um, promote ourselves and what else. Um, yeah, I, I guess that, and I guess it's just about pumping out content. Mm. I think um, once everyone gets comfortable um, in their own um, podcast um, and their own platforms, it's just um, being comfortable just to put it out. Because at the moment, a lot of it goes through Cameron. Um, Cameron does a lot of the editing, um, the video stuff and that. But I guess we could, like, everyone has their own podcast. It's, um, each person kind of getting comfortable to doing uh, the editing, I know the Afrikasi Scoop and Linda, they, they, they do their kind of their own social media and stuff. And I guess it's just over the next year using all the tools that we're learning and then just being able to just pump out content. Because I know the more we get out there, you know, the bigger the, the, bigger the brand's going to grow. So I guess that for us is going to be, you know, um, the big picture or the, the big dream for the next year or so. Yeah, absolutely the content. I mean, those of you who don't know, that is actually my day job. Um, I work for uh, Misfit Digital, and we're all about e-commerce, and we lost 60% of our work, our clients. And so um, this actual uh, platform was created out of a sort of like a workshop, a mind mapping exercise that we had done um, with our group, like through a Zoom conversation like this and trying to like maintain our momentum. But once the platform got going, I was like, doing my typical work hat, like, okay, we need to analyze the data after like two weeks. He was doing data, and they're like, uh, cut it out, Alex. <laughs> no, Alex, Alex, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. What we need you to do is just get the content out of here. Okay, so this is my Australian mate. He was just doing that. So I totally agree with you. Content out there, the more the better. I mean, I just pumped them out. Like, it was only one hour a day. But I mean, if you guys get more out there, I really encourage you just to like, Put in the time. The way I saw it was people like, oh, you got, you got heaps of interviews, Alex. And I just said, look, it's an hour of my day. That's how I looked at it. It was an hour of my day. So, you know, I spent like, whatever, three hours wasted in the traffic. I knew that I could do it. Even if I just did them in the car, I could do interviews in the traffic. But I thought that would be a little bit dangerous. So I just want to encourage you guys. See, I think what you're doing is really great. So don't wait to get your programming perfected just get out there and start talking and get as much out there because i think you guys are all talented i'm going to come back to uh, roger because you know he had so much so many great things to say about me so um yeah i'll give it to him so far. Bro, what are you what are you doing here i mean what, what are you actually like have you got your program or are you just a, a blender are you a, the prayer are you the prayer warrior and then uh, <laughs> I'm just that um, always present guest. <laughs> wow. Like the Holy Spirit. The caller up a guest, a fill in. Uh, I'm, I'm just here as a part of a counter rack as well. And, well, and so yeah, I just come in under uh, Stacey's podcast, uh, The Counter Rack. So just love jumping in on there. That's where I see uh, I have any sort of knowledge, um, a little bit of that I can contribute towards uh, the counteract in, in relation to the current rugby and the rugby scene landscape. Fantastic. 
Awesome. Hey guys, I'm really mindful of time, but I'm really wanting to um, make sure that I get the maximum out of this um, out of this interview. So we're going to work from the back through to at my last um, to my first. So from the last to the first. So that's you, Roger. I want to finish off with giving opportunity for you to share a message of, uh, I guess, a message of confidence. Um, please tell us the program that you've got. Tell us what it's about and why they should, why our audience should tune in if they're tuning in later. It's alive right now. So with everyone sharing and clicking likes, everyone's network's getting a ping. So it's all starting at different times. And I'm sure by tomorrow, we'll have a few thousand people who've already watched this. So I don't want to like mince words. I want to make sure that we really get a nice, clear communication out to our young people. So I want you to say who you are, what's the name of your program and what they can expect in the next three months. And then I'd like you to close with your last word of confidence to our young people so we'll go from roger through to adam then linda tony tana the pitch counterrack and then i'll come back to close with the one three five but on behalf of pacific lockdown support for teens i'll just take this opportunity on behalf of all of our members from across the region and the world we just want to wish you all the best with sweet network we want to just really speak real positiveness over you guys we want to give you the encouragement because there's a lot of people who like to look for errors and just the criticism but we ain't about that and we're about spreading the light and all the good stuff so if you get knocked over get yourself up and keep going because our young people need you and you to me are like really amazing leaders so keep up the great work and thank you for being here tonight over to you rog so roger um i don't have a program i, I come in under the counteract and just support where i can with the wesmans network uh the uh the sort of the the brainchild of cam and co so in isaiah so um i think for me um with the current landscape of rugby how it's been hit with with COVID this year, it's been a you know one of those unprecedented times, and and in the current climate, um, any content that we can we can put out there and have sort of our our team and analyze and put in our our five cents worth and in relation to any sort of commentary that can be either taken seriously or just you know a bit of banter between the boys, um, that's what we put out and I, and I sort of support um, Stacey in doing that and everyone else that jumps on board and and also with Cam and Isaiah where I can. But I think for me, as you know, as young as young people growing up, I think when when one is trying to find themselves in this um, in this world that we live in, I think what I struggled with was was trying to find my myself as a person as well as um, my faith. And um, I think my faith was really important to me coming from a Catholic background right through to Ifakasa Church where I met Al. Alex and um, so that was really important and, and I think in trying to find myself as a teenager going into a young adult I think the hardest thing for me was trying to be genuine to myself and true to myself but yet still finding um, the respect that I needed to still offer to my parents and it was really difficult for them to see me leave Henderson Whakaasa because that was my journey and I was going away from that and it was to them. Their mindset was, um, we should, as, as a family, we should all go to church together. And I remember having a talk to Pastor Gary Collins, the late Pastor Gary Collins from um, CCF, when I was attending mm -hmm. there at nights. And I said, you know, I was really in a bit of a, in a bit of a rock and between a rock and a hard place. Two minds as to whether am I doing the right thing by leaving the church where my family go to and and trying to find my own two feet in 
in, in this realm of the spirituality. And I remember him giving me this advice, and it's it stayed true to me to this day, and it's it's still um, something that I, I I hold on dearly ever since his passing. Was that he said to me, referred to Exodus 12, uh, 20, 12, and he said, honouring your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God has given you. And he explained it this that in order for me to still show them that I was honouring my parents was that I have to honour God first. And so even though it may have looked to my parents on the surface that I was disrespecting them and not honouring them by not going to the church that we were all attending at the time, I think in due course, later on down the track, my parents realised that I was honouring God first, and, and that's what Gary was trying to instil in that uh, we will all try and find our feet and all go separate paths and not necessarily um, something that your parents might uh, be sort of happy with at the time. And like um, a lot of the speakers tonight have said, that um, finding their feet and, and at the time they're struggling and it's difficult, but further down the track, you sort of all the life lessons that you learn is that all, all along you were in some regard, honouring your parents or honouring your friendship. And so I think it's really important for young people today is to remember to be true to themselves and to remember that um, they're on this journey for the long time, for the long haul, and they'll always be reflecting and looking back on it as a genuine sort of um, meaning and real importance. So it's, it sets him up in the long term. Thank you, so. Thank you so much. Hey, Linda, what about you? Um, so Linda from the back of, uh, sorry, the 135 playlist, um, the music podcast. And I guess we've made a plan to um, get our content out every fortnight. So we're dedicated to that for the next short while. Um, and I guess the, yeah, all I can say is to, to any youth is basically, which I feel like I'm struggling with now at my age still, is basically doing as much as you can, you know, putting yourself out there, um, not closing off doors and, and saying yes. And that really, you know, helps you get a lot more life experience and builds up, you know, a lot of resilience that we've talked about. So, yeah, short and sweet from me. Thank you. Thank you for that, Linda. appreciate that and thank you for being here. We'll go to Adam and then to Tony. Yep, so I'm Adam, um, I'm the creator of the Success Recipe and also um, have some good chats with Cam and the other boys on the West West Sportscast. So uh, the West West Sportscast that specialises in American sports. So uh, we've covered some of the NBA finals at the moment. We're going to start wanting to get into some of the NFL um, and then also wrestling. So WWE, AEW, um, no sport in America will be left um, unspoken about. And the success recipe, I'm um, just talking about the journey that uh, different individuals go through, um, what success means to them, um, people coming from humble beginnings to doing some pretty extraordinary things. Um, and just uh, a note that I would leave with everybody is that um, if you're thinking about doing anything in life, um, whether it be uh, going for a run, starting a podcast, um, or you know, turning over a, a new goal in your life just do it um, don't wait for anyone to tell you that you should or don't even let people tell you that you can't um, if you have a goal in mind just start um, and you'll uh, yeah you'll be surprised with how far you get so don't let anybody stop you nice and easy 
Go ahead, Tony. Oh, sorry. Um, I think mine. <laughs> I think my mention is just um. Oh, sorry. So I'm Tony Flatsy from Afkasi Scoop. Um, I think my advice would be just to surround yourself with um positive people. Positive people who uplift you, who support you in everything you do. I mean, if you've heard our podcast, there's a lot of banter, a lot of you know, we just we just uplift each other, put down each other, but in a positive way. But I think, yeah, just surround yourself with positive people. If you've got a journey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And the main thing is um don't forget your roots because they will definitely keep you grounded. They'll keep you grounded and um, build resilience. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, guys. All right. Well, these two. <laughs> I'll go first then because I've got a short one compared to the, the sales one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Just, let's reverse psychology. Oh, hey, Roger. 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 Roger, I'd just like to report some shots fired here, Roger. Taking <laughs> note, Joey. Taking note. Hey, I'm Tana Valeni, um, host of the Polytech Talk podcast. Um, you can find us on all platforms. It's the only Polytech one that you can look for as well. So, um, yeah, awesome opportunity. Look, at the, the landscape of the way work is, is really changing and changing really quick. Um, and this is an opportunity for me to try and share the stories of some of our Pacifica people doing it in technology um, and really disrupt it, you know, not just getting us in there just to make numbers, but really disrupt it and bring our Pacifica styles and the way we are and actually make a difference in this space. So, yeah, have a listen. Um, I promise it's not techy and boring it is an attempt to to try and bring pacifica light to these conversations so, tune in okay jay lovely beard, by the way. um thank you tana i'm joey of the pitch obviously um a part of west west network and a very proud um part of West West Network, and I'm just really grateful. I come from um, the angle of someone who wants to solve a problem that I experienced myself, um, and that problem being not enough representation from my people in my space or my realm of sales. So what I'm out there to do, I'm out there to create more sales leaders like myself, through my content and through the people that I invite onto the podcast and, and will be interviewing. So I am currently on the hunt for um, people who haven't necessarily been in sales roles but have had to use sales skills to convince or influence others to to come on board with their idea or their concept or you know buy their product or service. So these kind of examples show up in everyday life in job interviews where we have to convince someone to hire us or when we're going for sponsorship, when we're asking for funding for our uh, charitable trust or you know our community project. There are certain times when we have awkward conversations where we have to ask for money. So I guess my, my role is helping people uh, with 
upskill and how they communicate to others on what it is they bring to the table and what it is they can gain from you know from the value proposition so all the communication around things including sales not just limited to sales is what i'm about and i guess a message that i'd like to share with our, our tupulanga or our youth or our teens is try and create for yourself a viable network of like-minded people who are on the same path or are striving to fulfill their potential and make a difference for the better um, i don't know how to um, <laughs> simplify that but yeah that's that's basically my message oh my lord my lord my lord i love it my lord to you too and of course here we come down to uh our last two counter ruck how you did this they see hit us with another golden nugget bro <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, my name is Stacey. Roger, he said some really good words. We uh, both do the counter ruck together. So we release every um, every Tuesday morning. Uh, it's sort of a mild mannered, uh, humorous spin on, on uh, you know, all things rugby. So yeah, definitely check it out. Now, at its essence, our podcast is just, um, it's just a bunch of uh, friends with um, some rugby knowledge, having some honest conversations about the game of rugby and some of the uh, topical issues um, in the game. Now we've got some debates and lots of laughs and, uh, you know, disagreements and all, all that sort of stuff. But um, you've had a lot of positive feedback so far. Um, we've had quite a far reach. We've had guys from Ireland and the UK and, and other parts who listen and they think to themselves, hey, look, uh, some expat Kiwis will say, oh, that's just like some of the conversations that they would have with their own friends back home. So there's a real homely feel to it. Um, also, just the, the podcast platform itself is really good. So without sort of um, naming any names, um, some of the sort of mainstream rugby media, now they can have some strong uh, commercial relationships with uh, the All Blacks and some super rugby teams and stuff. So in some ways, you know, it doesn't make a lot of uh, financial sense for them to be overly critical of those um, commercial mm -hmm. partners. So they can sort of be bound by those uh, types of constraints. Now, uh, we don't have those types of constraints. <laughs> so we can be a bit more, you know, uh, I say honest, we can be a bit more honest, I suppose, in our conversations. Uh, obviously, that doesn't mean we can just, you know, rip shreds into people and spread, uh, you know, unfounded, salacious rumours or anything like that. But it does mean that we can be open and honest without any agendas. Uh, and that, uh, that makes our podcast, I think, a real powerful tool. But um, just for the young people, touching back to what the, uh, you're about, um, I'll just come back to that quote, which was on your page there, Ilse. Um, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let what ha what's happening around you get inside you and weigh you down. So, um, yeah, that just speaks to me about being yourself and, uh, yeah, just not worrying about the opinions of other people. That's my advice. Word, 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 word. All right, snapshot. Here we go. And photo in three, two, one. Yes, and another one. Three, two, one. Come on, get your angles right, guys. Angles. Three, two, one. All right. Hey, man. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I'm going to say goodnight to you guys, Linda, Tony, and Tana. I've got plenty of content in there to you guys at Counter Rock and the Pitch. Thank you again so much. And to, of course, Adam, who was here earlier. And I'm just going to close it out with these two at the top, if you don't mind. But I just want to say thank you again for joining us. And I look forward to um, seeing your numbers grow and your programs grow and evolve. Um, good luck to each and every one of you. And, yeah, keep up the keep the faith, man, for the young people all day, every day. God bless you guys, and I'll just cut. I'll just gonna start with with uh, my okay, voice here. Okay. Good evening. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, um, Stacey. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Tony. The button there. It says leave. I think on the corner. Oh, live. Oh man. All right guys. Here we are. How was that? What was it like for you guys listening and 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 just having the people who you're with? Because I know this was a huge thing for you to um come on. And then for me to invite everyone, I mean, it was just an idea that I had, um, you know, to have you. But it, I just was thinking as they were all talking, it must be really interesting for you guys to be sitting and just observing and um, listening. How was that? Man, I was just, <clears throat> you know what? Um, thank you for doing this, by the way. I mean, mm, I I mean don't. even your show, you know, your show is, real, is, is also me. And um, nah, man, I couldn't be more, more more proud of listening to the team. Yeah, yeah I guess right. for um I guess for me as well as, as Cameron as well, it's probably it just feels um empowering. It just feels mm. like we we're onto something. Um I guess um we started this or well, Cam's um the first episode went over um uh went about just over a year and a bit ago and um to see where it's come in a whole year and to see from one little podcast that Cam's um Avs and Eric Dunnan uh, at Cameron's house to having a network that covers all um, aspects of life uh, from a poly perspective is, is the exciting thing. And um, it's, it's about, you know, it's just how organic it's been. It wasn't about, uh, we never had this grand vision of we're going to have uh, someone do music, we're going to have someone do uh, the, the Late Returns movies, or we're going to have someone doing politic. It was just us talking talking about um, rugby, uh, about camps just starting up, and then um, just realizing that there is um, there's something out there. Uh, there's a, this is a platform for us to put our voices. Um, just a small group of people from West Auckland that has managed to pick up some muscles from Southside, another also all the way from down Tokoroa. Um, and now we're just, you know, we're just glad to get our voices out there and yeah, just from sitting in the back of the uh, back of the bus to, to the front of the front of this trend. So yeah, it's exciting. Oh, it's so exciting, and um, yeah, I'm really so happy that I did it. It was not, it was not even a didn't even think it took like two seconds to think of it after I came off you guys and finished my interview. I was like, this is it, and then I can uh, we waited till the end of the week, and then I just threw the email through to you guys. I uh, just thought, hey, why don't we just do it like this? I mean, it was pretty savage just then when there were like nine people on the on the page but it was actually really nice just to get a sense of of 
sort of like the the wider of you guys and what you're about. So I hope you guys took some stuff from it. I hope it encouraged you guys. And if you're watching and you've just joined us, the West West Network is a collection of podcasts. As uh, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's 13 podcasts now, from music to sport to technology, right through to sales advice, and uh, even a, a ladies, uh, you know, talk group about all the taboo subjects. So in there is so much for you to consider the west west network but i wanted to finish off with my favorite one at the moment my pleasure one which is the uh like late return film review uh -huh. <laughs> thank you brother thank you man uh, we've, i mean that one you know that one film review podcast that's probably one of the most uh fun ones to do you know we have um myself eyes and stace sometimes danny jumps in uh, Joey, Joey Thompson. Yeah. We, we just have a real good time doing that one. And, you know, we talk about the, the movies we love as um as teenagers. Yeah. You know, our, our 80s action flicks and stuff like that. So uh, I guess uh, another thing that kind of shows uh, the listeners, so the teenagers watching now, kind of uh, how old we are. But it's it's an awesome way to just, um, just look back, you know, because those were the – we didn't have social media back then. Uh, we weren't fortunate enough to uh, – just go to Google or go to Netflix and that we had to make the journey as a family or, you know, you and a sibling going up to the video shop, spending an hour, hour and a half, just looking at covers. What movie do I take? If I pick the wrong movie, my dad's going to be angry. You know, what, what kind of scenes do you have in here? Because you don't want your parents walking at the wrong, you know, that's the thing about those. It's, it's like a bit of nostalgia and, and just those movies that all us Islanders, us polys love, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it did. And you and me with the action, 80s action movies. I mean, come on. It wasn't bad. I mean, and even your inclusion to push through. I know it was 80s action movie, but you even put in, like, The Warriors from 79, and that is one of my classic cult favorites of all time. And, you know, yeah, I should have – I'd love to do that, and I'd love to have you guys back on board. Even now as I'm thinking I'm going to have some guests – I'm going to have to get your, your you guys back. When they're getting in a new iteration as it evolves, I'm going to get the guys that were on. So all of you guys that were on just – Earlier, Afghasi scooped the pitch, all of it. We are going to have to have you on as guests so that we can really just um, really support the work that you're doing. So, hey, guys, um, I don't know if there was anything else that you wanted to share with um, with our listeners about what it is. I mean, for you guys, it's just um, I can see the enthusiasm in your faces and in your voice. I can hear it in your voices. And there's, you know, there's an old saying that I learned back in the, from the good book was, which is without a vision, the people will perish. And I really believe that for our young people, that once you get an idea of where you're going and what you're about and what you want to achieve, then I think life becomes, you know, a little bit brighter. The sun, the days are a little bit more, mm. you know, fulfilling. So I really feel that the Wizards Network for you guys, um, it's like contagious. It's not only impacted you guys, but your friends and it's going to start to impact your circles. And now it's going to extend even further. So, yeah. I don't know if you wanted to add anything before we close off, but yeah, I'm just really stoked. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much, Simon uh, Tafa, for this. Uh, um, I guess going back when just seeing everyone on the screen and seeing how um, just the enthusiasm and just seeing how they're excited, and like you said, it just makes us excited. So we just um, just blessed to have you. Um, Bring us onto your onto this platform and uh, just reaching out to the youth of today. Um, and I guess the other thing I just want to carry on before I pass it over to Karen. Um, I just want to carry on from uh, what Tony said about surrounding yourself with good people. Or well, if you find good people, keep them in your life because 
um, it's kind of funny the thing that went through um, when we had all the screen. The people we had Tana, Stacy, we had you, um, Roger, and that and Cam's. We've known each other um, for over thirty years or twenty. 25 plus years and that's no co coincidence that we're going through this together because we we're, we're like-minded people we have a vision and, and when you get someone that's on the same wavelength or some, someone that believes in you um they can bring you up and that's what's happening with us uh, we've all very very blessed to have known each other and cameron was the first person i met uh, at henderson intermediate before i went over to the uh, greatest the king of rafka the kings of rafka listening <laughs> college um you know, Lopi Moon on those days as well. Um, so <laughs> I've known this guy for uh, for thirty years, and and we we're here wow. sitting next to each other, talking to you on this platform, excited about Mosatana, um, who's one of my you know one of the first guys I met at Liston, uh, Stacy, and you that I've known through you know through Vasti. I've known you for you know a bit longer than that, so it's just just, yeah. just exciting, and just to know that if you have friends. Um, if you're blessed of good friends, keep them, you know, keep them close, you know, and and encourage them because they'll encourage you and they'll bring you up and, you know, um, down the line, you know, you, you're going to be blessed. And um, so that's that's just something I want to pass on. So I pass it to the also. Yeah, um, I don't think I can add on much to that. But, um, you know, like you said, like seeing everybody on the screen just now, you know, just, just felt so proud, you know, all, all of us here doing having that that one call of ours um, to push our podcast and that and stuff but um yeah like the the resilience part like i could understand that was really cool that was a cool thing um onwards and upwards onwards and upwards that is actually perfect hey guys if you've made it to the end of our podcast it's longer than it usually is but i've had like five times the amount of guests so i think we justified <laughs> the length of it so i was really blessed to have these guys on it was really cool we talked a lot about different things we talked about a little bit about the programming that they're doing at the western network we talked a little bit about what they had to face as young people uh we've talked about what they're looking forward to as we approach the new year and of course we spoke with isaiah and cams here and we chatted about um you know what brought this to fruition where did this come from and as you know it was just a simple conversation of friends in the back of their bus cruising from town home and we don't know where it's gone the story's only just begun and it can only go from strength to strength so what we were hoping to come out of this discussion was nothing more than expanding our network and encouraging a few young people to encourage that one juvenile that one adolescent that one teen in your life so if you're watching this and you've got something of worth out of it and of value then awesome we've done um, our job tonight and we also just want to encourage you to visit the west west network i'm going to put all of the links in the comment section and hopefully all of my guests have been listening and they've gone to the comment section to acknowledge all the wonderful people from overseas who are watching in and over the next couple of days and we're going to put in as much information so that the traffic can come through and you can really enjoy the content that they're doing at the west west network but on behalf of myself and isaac galava and cam schuster i'm going to sign off there and send my love to each and everyone keep it true guys all day every day god bless you and we'll see you next time right here on pacific lockdown support for teens